You're listening to V for Vertigo, episode 109. Something kind of vertigo going on here. I've been seeing fables in my dreams. I've been laying scalped out here for hours in this swamp in New Orleans. I've been reading spells from books and magic, trying just to help lay trails to you. Feeling like a loser, so, so tragic. Feeling like I'm left to preach at food. All the time spent moving all so slow It's something kind of vertigo Welcome, it's the beginning of another edition of V for Vertigo Where I'm in the air, everywhere, streaming on the vast world wide web And this podcast is one man's journey into the world of all things Vertigo Comics Because everything else... It's just picture books. I'm your host, Mark, and I feel as tired as I sound, Johnson. And this week's spoiler-filled review will cover Shade, the Changing Man, The American Scream, by Peter Milligan, Chris Bachelot, and Mark Pennington. And how's it going, everybody? You ever have one of those days where, sure, you may clean your apartment and do a little writing, but you don't go anywhere... And I have a headache right now. Yeah, you're really tired. So throughout the day, you'll take naps. Or you'll try to take a nap. Naps. And not really succeed. It's really weird. I think I blame uh, yesterday. I don't even know why my voice is gone. I did not do much bonsai. But yesterday, I went to my kotai. Or a kotai. Quite possibly my last kotai. And what a kotai is... It's a regional tournament for the game I might have talked about once or twice on here. It's called the Legend of the Five Rings, or L5R for short. And I think I'm, I'm going to, I don't know, I mean, I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to quit. It's weird. I've been saying I'm going to quit. I really want to quit. Um, but uh, I need a break from at least Emperor Edition, the next arc. But man, it's uh. So weird, I could take a little two-year break, right? But I feel kind of re-energized after going to a Kotai. So much so that I, I bought some singles, which is really weird. But I also bought like a $55 board game. So that was, uh, whatever. But, um, I don't know, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, okay, I, I scrubbed out. Well, I didn't scrub out, I went four and three. Uh, five and two... Some 5 and 2s make the cut, but man, my deck, my ninja deck really shitted on me. I'm not even sure what happened. It's just like, like, all my meta. Uh, I didn't think about it. I, I spent, I played, out of the 7 games, I played 4 games, or control decks, and those are my weakest decks. And my metas showed up way too late. And the games they lost, they, they didn't show up till mid-game. And I, I lost those games. And I just, I mean, I didn't understand it. My dad let me down. No, I'm straying from the point, besides my scrubbiness. Uh, I think I could have done well in the top 16. If I had made it. Um, but I don't know. And then I guess it matchups and luck. You obviously need luck to win a tournament. But here's my conundrum, right? So... Well, I really enjoyed myself yesterday. L5R is a great community. 
I've met some really cool people and some cool friends over that. And we, we bond from time to time. We hang out. We bullshit. We act wild. We drink. And there was some drinking. That was a bit fun yesterday. Um, it's, uh, so you, you meet some really cool people. I mean, overall, I mean, you meet some also people, some shit. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck, man? And it's a small community. I don't know how the game's been around for, I think, 15 years. I've only played for like 10. It's a small community, so when word gets out, word gets out, and then there's all this drama and gossip and everything. But what sets LFR apart from magic and everything? Forget the story is what it's based upon, because most of us that have been playing for a long time, we don't even fucking read the story. And from what I hear, the few people that do are like, yeah, man, it's not good. Which makes me even more disappointed that they didn't hire my ass a few years ago. Although, granted, I'm a better writer now, hopefully, than then. I mean, what is, my voice is really disagreeing. So, like I always say every week, this will probably be a short, short show. Or a bitch to edit. So, it's it's a small community, but generally people are cool. Although, uh, I was disappointed that, disappointed that some of my friends didn't show up. But, um, it's also, uh, it's generally the older crowd. Like, it's 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 kind of hard to compare because I started playing CCGs with Magic, of course, in like the 6th grade. And then we were young, and you play against older people that played Magic. But then there was like a boom of, uh, there was an over-flooding of uh, CCGs. But now, if you go to L5R tournaments, they're all mid to late 20s to 30s this is like it's just an older age group you'll you'll be shocked like i know you can you can go to magic tournaments because i've been to some gaming conventions where there's magic tournaments in there also and Yu-Gi-Oh, especially kids are playing Yu-Gi-Oh. there's a mixture of both in magic and then l5r tends to lean towards the heavily uh older people it's also a lot harder to learn than magic or Yu-Gi-Oh. although Yu-Gi-Oh, there's a lot of math Nothing that has ever hard to, I think, learn as Star Wars. Um, yeah, at least for the games I've played, and I've played a lot. But, I don't know whether to quit or not. Oh, I'm at this point, man, it's a lot of work, and I don't play as much. And I do like to be competitive, but... Uh, and it doesn't help now. So our set just got released last month, and it's dual-bugged, meaning for the next arc. And then there's a a direct the player set that's dual bugged and a few cards are eternity bug and that's new and that means they're going to be in the the next next set that's a that's a hundred dollars and then okay it's june so there's going to be another set in a couple months dual bugged and then assumably the expand the base set for the next exp- the next arc it's going to be in like december so, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of money, and then, I don't know, it's hard to keep on top of the game sometimes, and you know, sometimes you just need a break, I go play video games or something, well, I'll just stay home, but I'm probably going to end up playing board games, or maybe the L5R RPG, I might give that a shot, or the Doomtown RPG, I'm going to have to run that shit, I have no idea how to play, play or host an RPG. Well, I'm gonna miss it. I mean, it's a good game. Another thing I don't like is, uh, no offense, Brian, 
my friend Brian is lead designer, and uh, some of some of these, it's ridiculous. This arc was weird. I think, in terms of balance, it was eventually balanced. In the beginning, it was uh, Lion and Spider, but it eventually got to a point where every clan had a tournament caliber winning deck, and that's good. Although, unfortunately, they some clans didn't have more than one so you had you were pigeonholed and you're like i didn't like this deck or just the play style or you're doing it for story reasons whatever if you played another deck you probably would go four and three um and uh although there are a few outliers and then so that balance is good but that's i don't know uh, my problem is uh well it took a while to get that way and then the meta cards like in most games, well, Magic has a sideboard, and that means you go, you're playing a, I don't know, black deck, and you're weak against the blue, and you throw in some black cards that say, do this if your opponent plays this blue spell. And I know if I are. It used to be back in the day, when you played meta cards, they would be like that. You'd be like, oh, uh, lose X honor, prevent X honor. Um, do this against this certain type of personality or whatever. But nowadays it's like you stop X, but then you can also do Y, so it's not a dead card. And that is kind of annoying. But and it also made uh, cards a bitch to get because they would be rare. And then uh, there were rare one cards. So when they changed that, at least that distribution for the la the latest set was interesting and good from a consumer perspective because in my one box I didn't get any duplicate rares and uh, that can be good or bad and I'm just got a set of the complete commons and uncommons uh, so no card is really like a chase card because there there are no R1s so I don't know but I I need a break I just need a break right now uh, I can quit now I'm not going to Gen Con. Quit now. Return in December? One of my friends not playing. There's no point. A couple of my other friends are going to quit. But let's show up at major tournaments. I mean, I will miss the bullshit and the hanging out and the drinking on tournaments. What I won't miss is the lack of sleep the night before. The fact that you don't really eat all day. And if you do eat, it's not healthy. The fact that you're in a room with, uh, I don't know... 50, 60, 80, 100 people, uh, excuse me, guys, and some of those people don't fucking uh, take showers or put on deodorant, okay, here's funny, so people, I see on like say the comic forums that people complain about the comic geek funk, and it's like, no, 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 no. I've been to all sorts of shit, I got like a million hobbies, uh, card gaming funk is the worst because think about it, you're in a room or a building or store or whatever for let's see for like I don't know Swiss we'll say well you won't because a small percentage makes the cut but even majority of people hang out after and there's a side of it so we'll say you're in a room for like I don't know what 8 to 10 oh, lunch break probably closer to 10 hours I think for me normally I stay all day a day. It's like twelve. But people air out. So I remember going to the one store, even with air conditioning, 
It was hot and trapped. And there was, I think it was like 100, 110 people. And then uh, it was in the middle of summer. So uh, outside it was 90, 100 degrees. And it was like a choice between what you would want to deal with. Like after you were done with the game, you'd be like, Man, it's stuffy in here. I'm going to go outside. Man, it's hot outside. I'm going to go back in because it's kind of air conditioning. Man, there's, what's that funk? So, I mean, you pick outside, though, because you'll be like, okay, I'm going to sweat. Well, that's the problem. You would sweat. You'd be like, it's cooler. It's It was generally cooler, which is weird. But then you start to sweat. The air was uh, cleaner. And then you go back in, and you'd be like, oh. And then you'd be part of the problem. I think having three or more guys in a room just totally just like you can it automatically gets hotter and then eventually the funk will come in but i don't know what to do man i don't know i mean i really do want to take a break and if no one else i know is gonna play i mean i know people but it'd be nice i'm not doing so well now that they change the tournament structure and it used to allow a lot more five and twos would get in and it seems kind of messed up that five and twos don't get in uh, and, and, well, I'm not even doing that well. How did my deck crap out on me? I don't know. So, is it my final go tie? I don't know. Is it my final go tie of the year? For sure. Or was it my final go tie to, like, next, next arc? I don't know, man. I don't know. But it was good to see everyone. And it was props. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So, um, but enough of that. If you listen to my, uh, uh, whatever, thoughts and musings, and you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck is a Kotai? What the fuck's L5R? What the fuck's a CCJ? Well, uh, I feel sorry for you, but, uh, I didn't watch Green Lantern, so I, well, I watched half an hour of that shit, and, my god. It's, it's like, it reminded me of watching Twilight. I've probably seen all of Twilight, but, like, bits and pieces here and there. So, it's like, oh, but I think Green Lantern, I'll watch it eventually. I like bad movies. I don't want to watch it, man. I really don't. It doesn't even look fun. It looks like, um, looks, uh, whatever, I don't want to get into it. So, there's no news, so uh, let's get right down to it. And now it's time for the rundown. So, I'm taking it old school vertigo this week. And talking Shade, The Changing Man, The American Scream. By Peter Milligan, Chris Batchelow, and Mark Pennington. And I think I picked this up at WonderCon also in the $5 or like half off. I want to say I did. I've heard things about Shade the Changing Man. And while I don't keep up with DC regularly, I am curious. Uh, DC, forget their reboot and all that shit. They've... Uh, Brought a lot of Vertigo characters back, like Constantine, uh, Swamp Thing, Madame Xanadu. Um, I want to know, if anyone out there knows, did they bring back Shade the Changing Man? And so I've heard good things. Um, I'm curious to see how it is. So, you know, decided to give it a shot. So, Shade the Changing Man, I don't know how to explain this, man. I would probably had an easier time if I was drunk, like yesterday. So, I wasn't drinking at a tournament. That's not why I scrubbed. Um, I was the shade the changing, man. 
That's <laughs> right. I just thought of when my friend was like, hey, Mark, go give me a drink. I was like, no. <laughs> and I walked back again. <laughs> so, hey, Mark, go give me a drink. No. <laughs> He's a dick to me. Fuck you, Ryan. Fuck you. I mean, take back a friendly little game of suicide off. I don't care. PS3. Yeah, three of them. Uh, what would I have done with a PS3 anyway? Sold it. Whatever. Okay, so. This is weird. This is weird. Oh, uh, what was it? Okay, so. Uh, let me see. How does it start off? I, I'm totally confused. Okay. So, uh, a man's about to be killed somewhere in the south. I don't. I don't think it really says. And a woman just got out of a mental hospital. Um, it's gonna see him get killed. Now, that man killed her parents, and she. And it, it happened. She walked into it, and she brought home a black boyfriend. This takes place in like 1990, I think. Or at least this is written, or this trade came out. Whatever, copyrighted. I don't know. So. The black guy tries to save her from the killer, and then the police show up. I'm not sure how that happened. The police show up conveniently, and then they kill the black guy thinking it was him. And so she's lost her parents and her boyfriend or fiance. I don't know which. And, okay. So before he gets uh, electrocuted in the, the chair, uh, something shade enters in. From his world called Meta. I was just talking about Meta too. From Meta and uh, has a, I don't know. And then he escapes somehow or gets zapped. I'm not sure. And then the girl, Kathy, Kathy's her name. Uh, she kind of helps him out. She thinks she's going crazy because when Shade comes into our world, uh, weird stuff starts to happen and people hallucinate and. Like, uh, beans that weren't there come out of nowhere. Well, eventually, he, Shade doesn't remember who he is. But he knows he's not the killer whose name I'm blanking on. But Kathy kind of wants to kill him anyway. And, and he starts to remember things. And she starts to trust him. And... Uh, but however, there's this thing called the American Scream, which has been unleashed on all of America, as you might suspect. And some people's uh, craziness, insanity, insaneness, I don't know, is out of control. So they, they goes and uh, they got to stop it like the JFK thing. And there's this weird thing called like the Area of Madness or the Vest of Madness. I'm not even sure what that is. I just know. I don't know. It's a very weird book. Then towards the end of the book, they solve that. Then they go to Hollywood, and people are shooting a movie, the the Marion Scream or the Madness. I don't know which affected the movie. So people's dirt is like out and about. People are dying. It's all weird, but they defeat that, and it kind of just ends. It kind of it ends. Um, well, it, it's hard to explain, especially in this first trade. The first couple of pages, I read Shade, and I was like, again, again with the racism. Okay, I understand it's the South, and the South is pretty fucking bad. Um, but then I, I remember, it was like, it came out a long time ago, I had to remember my mind myself. 
because the art isn't that outdated. I had to remind myself that, okay, it came out, like, 90, I assume. And then I was like, it's written by Peter Milligan. It's the exact same racial story I read in fucking Phonogram. I read in Vinyl Underground, and I'm reading now, except this one doesn't take place in London. And I'm like, dude, English, English blokes, so like, what's up, lad? What's up? You know, they got go with the racism. I don't even know what I just said. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Okay, so but apparently English people I like to use the same racist tropes. So there is that. Okay, but I got past that. Now my problem is Shade is a very, very weird book. It's like if you're high, if you're drunk, or a little at least a little bit faded, whether it's both the writing and the art, I think it would be easier to grasp because you'd be I like that zone, man. Like, for me, I don't do any of that crap. So, it'd probably be easier if it was like, I was just, like, up or night and really tired. Which is apparently is, like, the equivalent of drinking a lot. But then you're, like, in that zone. Like, oh. Uh, I wasn't in that zone. I was, like, kind of awake. I was like, what? I mean, I, I have always... This makes me... reminds me that I, I do want to kind of go visit a mental hospital. I don't want to be in one. Those people have always interested me. I do feel kind of kinship with them, even though they're nuts. Yeah, but uh, I'm a little nuts too, or something like that. Well, maybe one of these days. So, I don't, or I didn't understand the premise of this book. In the beginning, okay, it seemed very cliched with the whole racist thing. The inhabiting the body of a guy about to be killed was kind of cool. But then it was like, it had to be Kathy there. And then I was, I was like, fine, that makes sense, I guess. Convenient. But then it was like, the naming of things is kind of dumb. Because there's the planet Meta. There's the Mouth of Madness. And there's the Vest of Madness. And the American Scream. I might as well have said, Thing A, Thing B. Or like, Description A, Description B. It's like, it's naming a table, table, chair, chair, and a lamp, lamp. So, but slightly better than any of that. Now, once I got past all that stuff, this is, this is a pretty thick trade. And it's a pretty, or at least it took a while to read. And what is it? 18 bucks. It was a good, it was, you get your money's worth. But once I got past all that, I took like half the trade. The story was interesting. Not the fact that Shade came into our world to save his because of our insanity. I mean, that may get interesting later. But I, I did like the fact that his uh, impact coming into our world had. It affected all of America's insanity. What I didn't understand was why America... Was the American scream always a part of that? Or did he conjure it? Was it an accident? So maybe that'll be explained later. If I read more or if I wiki, wiki it more. Now... It would have been more, or I think it would have been slightly better if it wasn't just confined to the American scream. Um, I don't know if that'll also be explained. You'd think it would be a worldly thing, but I have no idea. So, I, I was curious why Milligan decided to go with some the weird JFK plot. That uh, was uh, weird, the giant JFK head. I, I was, it was one of those things like, was the JFK assassination big in the mid to late 80s? 
Oh, is he fascinated by it? Or, uh, in some ways, it kind of made sense. Because if he went with, say, if he went with anything like Ronald Reagan or the Cold War, it would have totally seemed outdated. But the fact that it was right about something from, like, the 60s, it didn't seem as outdated. But I think the more I was interested... Uh, more in the characters and Shade. Shade, okay, this is what I thought. Shade the Changing Man. You hear that? You're, what do you think? I think like a guy, not a mutant, because they don't call them mutants, like a, a meta-human, or even an alien, who can change in the stuff, right? Some weird shit. You know, like, that's what I thought Shade the Changing Man was from. But then I go, okay, Shade's from a different dimension. And like a planet. And then this is what how I envisioned it. I vision Shade being like the species 8472 from Voyager in fluidic space. Like his shit is so weird that when it comes into ours, it just fucks shit up, right? But it wasn't it wasn't like that. It's Shade and his people, at least a few of them, have for whatever reason come into our world and observed and lived and then go into theirs. I kind of want to know more about that in his planet a little bit. Um, so, I, I might I might read more. I'm on the fence. I don't know. So, part of me, like I said before, part of me likes the art. It's done really well, especially all the psychedelic, uh, monster, shape-changing walls and cameras, seats coming alive and all that crap. Yeah, all that is still very good. Still holds up, and there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, like damn near every pa- page, every panel. So that part doesn't feel too outdated. Uh, but it, I mean, there's a little too much going on. Like it's that's why one of the reasons I think you should read this. You know, little smoke, smoke the weed or something. Be a little drunkity drunk. I think it would be a lot, a lot easier. Uh, overall. Um, my voice is going overall. Um, I give Shade the Changing Man the American Scream, which I do want to know more about the American Scream. Is that like the big overarching baddie of this book? That would be interesting. But I overall give it like a three and a half to four. It's like one of the two. The beginning really just uh, took almost took me out completely. But as always, I like to thank you out there for listening. And appreciate it if you left me some feedback on iTunes. You can support my show by please buying my DRM free ebook, Catalyst the Passage of Hellsfire, available everywhere. Or you can go to thecomicforums.com and please buy some of these comics for $5 a trade, I think, or some lots. Next week's pick will be back on the Fables uh, train by Fables Sons of Empire. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, you can email me at vertigocast at gmail.com. And to see what's coming up, visit the website at vpervertigo.blogspot.com. I'm also part of the Comics Podcast Network. You can check that out at comicspodcast.com. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash And remember, you can't lose what you don't put in the middle, but you can't win much either.